Hi and welcome to this podcast with me, Geeta Joshi. I am an art dealer, a curator and the producer for Artist Open Studios. And today I have with me artist and designer Sarah Hamilton. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you very much, Geeta. So why don't you tell us um, how you came to be a designer maker? Because did you go straight out of college? Have you always worked as that or did you do something else in between? Immediately I left college, I was wondering what to do, just like every recent arts graduate, and I decided to start hand printing cards on my kitchen table. And I made a small collection, then I sent them to a number of buyers from Heels, the Conrad Shop Designers Guild and Paper Chase, and I was very lucky in that they all placed really quite considerable orders, and that got me started in my business. That's fabulous. And I think a lot of the um, listeners would be interested in t- hearing how you make sales connections now. Well, obviously, it's changed quite a lot over the years since I've been doing it. My main connections nowadays are made on social media. Social media is such a crucial part of my um, networking experience. I use it so much. I get so many sales and it's not just direct sales. It's a very subtle um, experience selling on social media. You don't just sort of plonk up your work and just say, hey, come and buy it. It's much more about making connections. Yeah, I think this is one of the things that a lot of artists and designer makers, particularly those starting out, don't realise. There seems to be this first, they're kind of a bit scared about visibility. And then they're taught that they need to be on social media. So it's just constantly sort of showing images of work and prices and it's just like mm, that's not really nurturing me Absolutely. into Absolutely, it's so, there's a very there's a fantastic um, thing I read about social media, when I, re- I read a really interesting book, when I first started out using using Twitter and social and Instagram to, to, to try and promote my work I read a really interesting book and it's one of the things it said is, you've got to look at it this way would you go to a party and just give your business card immediately to somebody, say buy my work but this is what I do. No, you talk to them, you make small talk, you chit-chat about their life, you'd ask them where they went on holiday, and then maybe at the, end of the, at the end of the evening you might say, oh, by the way, I'm an artist, You know, do come to my open studio. It's so much more about that kind of relationship. It's much more about making connections, supporting other people. There's a, there's a, there's a rule, you, you should support other people a third of the time, you should promote your work a third of the time, and you should be a general, all-round interesting and friendly person the rest of the time yeah that's a really good point actually I mean it reminds me a lot of um, what Gary V teaches and, and it's taught you know very widely in the, the business world that I work in where you give before you ask for something you know and Gary V talks about this in jab 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 right hook which is all about you know giving and being interesting and interested before you ask particularly ask to make a sale I think so thinking of the artists that I work with under um under open studios you know so that's a lot of people there are a lot of uh, designer makers as well as fine artists what would your advice be to them around using social media because I know many of them relegate it to the bottom of their to-do list well first and foremost it would be turn the to-do list upside down and put it right at the top because it is the most important and crucial part of 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 anyone's 
way to promote their work. I think people really do relegate it and it's such an incredible shame. It's completely free and it's absolutely life-changing. It's not something people should be intimidated about. We are. It's a very friendly and supportive network especially within the campaign that we run obviously and across so many art so many artists and designers and open studios and galleries are incredibly supportive and really look at people's work and really want to 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 help them on it so i just don't think people need to be very very more much more relaxed about it and just really put it into the, put it into their everyday life i think when people are or yeah, when people are being quite genuine on social media, that really helps the engagement that they get from their followers. But I think that also helps that um, artist who might be shy if they're particularly starting out on social media. I think that makes them feel sort of stronger in their purpose of being on there. You know, they're being authentic because there's, there's, there's so many tips and tricks and all these sort of things. Yeah, I think people need to take the pressure off themselves because I think that the one, the posts and the artist. Uh, that are most engaging are the ones that are much more relaxed and, you know, find you know just going with the flow on social media and the, yeah. the way they write and you know the images they choose. Completely, they do, people do not need to get hung up. I mean, I can post just you just che- just cheerful chat to people. It's it it's not you don't really need to do um, really schedule posts and sit there and be very you know you need to you need to re- to retain to remain professional. But you can be very, you can just discuss people's work, you can go, oh, that looks great, or talk to somebody about their cat, or talk about how their day is going. It's just a very nice and relaxed way to be part of a community. Yeah, well, I absolutely agree. You know, I mean, my business, you know, we definitely make sales through social media, and I, you know, I know that you do as well. I think um, one of the things that a lot of um, people overlook is actually the, the visit you know the, what the bonuses that come with their visibility it's not just the direct sales but in the case of like going back to the story where you were selling to heels and uh, the Conrad shop I think people today have different opportunities of getting in front of you know major stores and retailers and stockists mm. by you know taking ownership of building their own audience themselves so that once a buyer goes looking for them they've all you know they can see there's actual social proof that you know some absolutely the work is you're, you're so right Geese. you're so right i i why, this is a, a, a one of the very um very important example for so i just recently wrote a book when i went to the publishers with the proposal they looked at at my social media they looked to see if I was somebody who was prepared to put myself out there. They want to ultimately. They they want to sell my book. If they think I'm not somebody who's going to promote it or be part of it, or I don't have a following, they're going to be less interested in it. So everybody needs to think. If people are doing exhibitions and they're choosing twenty people to be in the exhibitions, if nineteen of them are really massively into social media, and there's one person who's sitting there who hasn't even got a Twitter account, people are not going to be thinking that those people are going to be people that are bring, going to bring people into that into that exhibition. And ultimately, if you're putting on an exhibition, you want people to come to it. Obviously, Geeta, you curate exhibitions. How important is a social media presence of the artists you might consider you exhibiting? When I receive submissions, I do look at... I mean, I look them up online, so that, that's a combination of their website... Um, and, you know, where, wherever else they're visible. So sometimes, you know, they'll send me links to, like, a portfolio web, um, 
online marketplace like Saatchi Online or something that they're looking at. So I kind of look them up. You know, it's true. Yeah, we do do the research and that also includes social media. And now I do use social media quite a bit and I use my mailing list and we have, you know, lots of ways of reaching new people as well as um, our regular, you know, buyers and collectors. So what that means is when I'm looking at artists, if somebody already has a social media presence, then they understand you know, how that works, what it does for them, that they're bringing an audience to complement mine. So, yeah, I do look at that. It, it, and I think a lot of buyers, you know, going back to what you were saying about um, approaching um, the stores back in the day, you know, I think a lot of buyers will do, be doing that as well. But I think, you know, pretty much anybody that you're looking to do business with, you know, whether it's a curator, an art dealer, whether it's a representation or a one-off exhibition... Or, um, you know, to be stocked in their stores. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, totally uh, feasible that everybody is looking at how active you are on social media and how engaged you are in promoting your work and how consistently as and, well. And it's not about judging. It's not It's not a, qu a question of saying, are you really, really good? Or is somebody, you know, it's, it's not about whether you're good or anything like that. It's just about whether you look like somebody who's passionately involved in it. Yeah, it, I it, agree. It, it, it's, it's, are you going to be somebody who's going to collaborate with the gallery owner? Are you going to be somebody who's going to help the shop, the shop owner say... You know, my work is stocked in this shop because they want they want your customers to go to their shop. It, it, it really is a it really is a collaboration between you, the artist, and the shop or yeah, promoter. I agree. And I think also, you know, collaborating with um, you know other artists, whether it, if it's in an exhibition, then there's like that cross promotion that happens. You know, you you build your own network as well that way. Mm. Um, but also, again, with you know the stockist um, for. Um, designer makers and crafters you know it's the same thing right promoting other brands that are on social media but that are perhaps stocked by that retailer as well and building your sort of network and peer group that way yeah so i hope that we have convinced you to get your twitter get your book out and read all about it there's so much online that you can read how to build your network there's 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 endless tips and advice so can to... i talk about one thing that i like to see on artists um instagram particularly i like to see studio shots and i like to see um the maker space and sometimes um you know pictures of the artist as well and I think this is one of the things people then actually use social media to hide behind it. And, you know, you'll only see pictures of the work and you'll only see pictures of, like, finished products. And for me, that's not giving me the full story. That's fine if you're a brand and that is all you want, you know, that is all you're doing. But if you are doing something that is handmade or bespoke or a one-off or something that, you know, if it's in the fine art space that has involved research and experimentation and then, you know, different iterations of the thing that you're finally ending up with. I really like to see the evolution of that told in pictures. Yeah. You know, that's not just like a story and it's not a video. It's just, you know, it might be a bunch of pictures over two months or whatever it is. And the, I think for me, that I, mean, I really like artist studios anyways, you know, sort of a serial hanger out at artist studios. Yeah, but, you, yeah, um, you're, you're you're absolutely right. That some of the most popular Instagram accounts are people who talk about the process and they share their processes. I mean, I'm I'm quite guilty because I tend to often um, just put the finished products and put fin finished designs and drawings up. But I am going to make a concerted effort to 
engage people in the process because actually the process is really important. I do a lot of work to get to those, to, to get, and that's the story I tell at exhibitions. So I, sh I should, yeah. Have. So being able to tell that in, you know, on Instagram, for example, yeah. in pictures or something will be really mm. nice. But I think um, artist studios and maker spaces, and actually, you know, the artist at work now and again as well. I think those are really, really good um, pictures that give context, particularly if you're preparing to approach, um, you know, galleries, dealers, curators, or yeah. any of that. So, yeah, something else to keep in mind. I'm often asked by artists and designers what platform is the most successful or important for them to be on, and I have my own views on this, but I'd be fascinated to hear yours, Geeta. So is that, you mean social media platforms? Which one to use? Um, gosh, I don't know, because, you know, there's new ones coming out all the time. But I think, you know, you know, Twitter, if you've been around for a while, but I have to say I'm using Twitter a bit less. I am spending more and more time on Instagram. They say it is the fastest growing. But really, you know, it's, I think you just have to get on with the, the, the platform that serves what you need and where you think your customers potentially are. So Instagram is really nice and easy to use. Obviously, it's super visual, but you can't put, um, you know, links in the comments. But I think um, for me, like I said, I'm using Twitter a little bit less at the moment. But I, you know, I not so much that I would never use it again. You know, I'm definitely, you know, using it now and again. I think Facebook for me is... I still like Facebook. I think, you know, it is obviously the biggest. And one of the great things for this, actually, particularly for um, artists and makers starting out, is that, you know, the Facebook business page now can pretty much replace having a website because you can integrate shopping in there. You can, you know, promote the, the site through adverts and stuff. It, you, in, your, um, in the posts, you can have pictures, you can have text, and you can have links, which all three of that functionality isn't available across the other platforms. So I think there's something still to be said for it, and I think there's still a lot of people that uh, use and shop on there, or at least sort of see, you know, uh, uh, the products would be promoted on there, and then they'll go through to an Etsy shop or wherever, you know, things are placed. So um, I think for me, it's just do the ones you can manage, I think that's the most important thing. I wouldn't say, you know, you have to get on Snapchat and you have to go and do LinkedIn. That's the one we forgot we ever joined, isn't it? LinkedIn. <laughs> Linked out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, 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 I only use Instagram, Twitter and, and Facebook. And I think that for me and for the campaign, they're all three are crucially important. And I use them almost in equal... Well, actually, I use Facebook less, strangely. I use... Twitter, if we're trying to get a, something across, because retweets are the most incredibly important way of, it, of sharing a message, and that's what I ask people to do loads. Please, please retweet the Just a Card campaign tweets more because they help spread the word. In your famous capital letters. <laughs> it works! I know. You might laugh, yeah. but it works! So and in, but but Instagram is fantastic because you can write longer posts. Yeah, I like well, I that. know you've got the two, you've got the two hundred and eighty characters now, but it's not the same. And you can, and it's lovely to have to. Um, we're obviously visual people, so using images is really important. But I, for me, I just think both are really important. Yeah, 
And are there any others that you're using or trying out? Like YouTube? Are you doing YouTube or linked out or I'm not, not really, not really, no. I think I've got my hands absolutely full with what I do at the moment. I think if I took another one on, I just... Just, um, I think I just need to calm down yeah. and just focus on the ones we use. Excellent. Thank you, Sarah, so much for coming in. It's been, you know, really awesome actually talking about our mutual passion for social media and, you know, the creative industries as well. Thanks very much, Geeta. So see you on in cyberspace, everybody. And actually, before we go, why don't you tell people where they can follow you online? Yep, for sure. So on Twitter, at Just A Card, we are at Just A Card 1 and... For my personal, it's Sarah Hamilton PS, and on Instagram, it's just a card. And I also have a Instagram about my book called at HOC Card Book. Cool. And you can follow me on Instagram at also major art, on Facebook at Empowering Artists, where we share open calls and call outs for grants, funding, exhibitions, and all sorts of other good stuff. And on Twitter at empower underscore artists and also at also major art on Twitter. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time.